peoples of the worldwide federated internet what's good So, no thoughts from the Bible to today. More of a open mic, uh, sort of, kind of. It is really open mic, freestyle, just random things that was on my mind and things that, that have uh, come up. Some news items. Um, I try not to make my videos too much about news. I really try not to make them about news at all and more about the Bible in relation to issues with with Christians and and different things within the world and what the Bible says about these things. But I think it is important for everyone and believers as well to pay attention to things going on. And sometimes people don't. Sometimes people don't have time. Sometimes people are just not really involved and invested in information because they don't know how these things affect them. Um, and I've, I've talked about social media and the purge that has been going on, uh, maybe a month and a half or two months ago, even it's at a fever pitch. Now I'm talking to more and more people who are getting banned and removed from social media. Now to most people, you think about that, and in your mind, you think, why does this matter? These are private companies. This is very true. These are private companies. But I want you to think about some things as we make that argument that these are private companies and thus it shouldn't matter. So like I said, I, I've noticed now, right now especially, the push to delete certain channels, certain people, remove certain ideas are at a fever pitch. Um... Right before I went to record this video, I spoke to someone I know who just got, you know, one of their social media pages banned. I got a social media page banned uh, maybe two or three months ago. Never got a reason what policy I violated. I made some guesstimations of what I might have possibly violated, but I didn't hear anything. It was very underhanded the way it was done. Now, these are private companies, and I've said this before. I get it. Yes, they are. They they have the right to do whatever they want with their private company. I won't even necessarily get into the platform publisher debate. That's I, I think that's I think that's a debate that can be had, but I don't think it's a debate that many people will pay attention to. This is the debate that I think does need to be had. Why are these social media companies, why, or put it this way, why does it seem as though they are in lockstep to ban people in the same fashion, all at the same time, at the same pace, all of a sudden, the home stretch of, of an election? I'm not even going to make this about one candidate over the next candidate. That argument 
is is relevant but in some ways it doesn't matter at this point what does matter is you have a bunch of people who are not elected who have decided that they are the arbiters of truth and what i've found is many pages that are deleted some some pages I don't want to make it seem like I know of every page that has been deleted or everyone that has been scrubbed from social media. Some of the people that I follow that have been purged, it's kind of strange. And the reason it's strange is because some of these people are not tinfoil hat conspiracy theory people. They're, they're straight up fact based news based people that normally have receipts for everything they say. Now, everybody is going to have their theories. Everybody's going to have something that they don't necessarily have hard evidence for, but they have an inclination that something may be the case. Everybody does that. Even regular news organizations, they do it. CNN does it. Fox does it. MSNBC does it. All of these news organizations and agencies do it. But for some reason, Social media seems to be bent on removing people, especially right now at a fever pace. And I've brought this up before. I'll bring it up again. One of the problems I have is nobody elected these people as arbiters of thought. If it would be different if the removal of pages and people from their platforms was uniform. There is no equity. There is one group of people who are allowed to espouse madness. And there's another group of people that can't even question anything. Like, for instance, now this may this may get my Instagram page, my YouTube page and, and many of my other pages banned for saying this. So, as I always say, we should be diver- diversifying the social media uh, platforms that we use. It's annoying. I know, but if, if these, if these platforms are where the information is, is both gathered and disseminated and we put all our eggs in one basket, then when it falls apart, we have ourselves to blame. And I've said this before, there are other platforms you can use. You have mines, you have BitChute, you have parlay, you have Gab. So there's other places to go. So if we don't put the same energy into these other platforms that we put into the big uh, technocratic overlord platforms, then we only have ourselves to blame. We can't really complain. Now, I'm not going to wring my hands and and be chicken little and scream the sky is falling. But I will say it's, it's, it's definitely odd that all of these big social media platforms seem to be in lockstep with their ideology. And when I say odd, I don't mean odd in the, in the sense that I'm actually surprised. I'm not surprised, but we should all look at that with, with a side eye, like what's really going on. Why the fever pitch to, to delete so many people. Now they have a, they, they, they have a direction in, in which they want people to think, and they're trying to corral people into that direction of thought. It's like having a herd 
and making sure that herd goes in a specific direction. And I believe that's what these social media platforms are attempting to do. They want everyone to think a certain way. So they are doing whatever they can to herd thought in a certain direction. A friend of mine shared a video with me today. And when I watched this video, I was, again, I understand the time we live in now. So when I watch a lot of these videos, I'm not necessarily shocked, but it shows me the mind and the mentality of, of people today. And it did make me think about, about the Bible and I'll, I'll explain how. So there was a guy, he was asking people some questions about some news items they believed a certain way. I'm not, and, and the only reason I'm not going to bring up the news item because when you mention certain things, people, the, the polarization causes people to tune you out. And, and that's why I'm trying to keep this as, as basic as possible while giving the big principle and idea that I'm trying to get across. So he, he asked these people a question. They believed a certain thing because the news media painted something in a certain way. And his next comment to them was, well, I have video proof, video evidence, video and audio evidence to show the contrary to what you've been told. Do you mind watching a video? I can show you. All of a sudden, people didn't have time. All of a sudden, they didn't want to see it. All of a sudden, they didn't want to talk. All of a sudden, they all had somewhere to go. And it made me think something. And that's why I said this kind of took me to the Bible. People don't want to hear the truth. I think there's many people who deep down inside, they know that what it is they've been sold is not necessarily the truth, but because they want to go in a certain direction or they want to do a certain thing, they will believe the lie anyway, because that lie will allow them to do whatever it is they want to do or go in whatever specific direction it is that they want to go in and how that ties into the Bible is I think the same thing happens amongst believers. The Bible says a lot about life, about specific topics. And sometimes I know I've done this before. I always, I always make it clear that I'm not saying these things out of a sense of projection. I'm saying these things because I am guilty of them. I'm, I'm, I'm willingly admitting that. But many people will know that the Bible says something about a certain issue, but they don't want to hear it. They want to believe what they want to believe and go in whatever direction they want to go in, regardless and in spite of what the Bible actually says. When it's clear, I mean, I understand there are certain things in a Bible, certain issues that are not necessarily clear and can be thought of one way or another. But there are there are many things in a Bible that are cut and dry. And it's it's. It's not surprising to me because I've done this before myself, but I believe those sometimes those areas that are cut and dry, people don't want to see the truth. And I, I, I saw that played out in that clip it's at this point at this point in time 
no matter what you think about whatever news agency it is you feel that is trustworthy, you should be taking news items with a grain of salt if they don't have hard evidence for whatever it is they're telling you. If the news says it's, it's, it's this is the point it's at now. If you turn on the, the, the eight o'clock news, seven o'clock news, whatever time it is you watch news and they tell you it's raining, you better open that window up and verify it's raining before you believe them. That's how bad it's gotten. There's still many people that in spite of that being an obvious at this point, they still believe whatever they're told. And I, I am convinced to some degree that the media is trying to herd people into a certain school of thought case in point. And, and I said all that to say, this is the point where page could possibly get banned. So we know about the virus going around. The virus is real. No doubt. Um, is it dangerous? Yes, no doubt. Did it warrant shutting down a whole country, destroying an economy. Now, before, because I know some people, when they hear that, they think you're putting money and businesses over lives. I'm not doing that. But you have to understand that all of these things are interconnected. You, you can't divorce people's livelihood from shutting an economy down. Those two things go together, Right. There are, I was, I was listening to the news. This was earlier or late last night. And I heard it again early this morning. I want to say it's Regal Cinemas. I think it was Regal Cinemas. One of those cinema companies, don't quote me on that. Look into it, but I'm almost, I, I think it's Regal. It's closing all of their movie theaters. Every single one. In the United States, as far as I know, I think overseas as well, but I know in the United States now, hopefully, you know, uh, someone will pick up those buildings, take up the mantle. Uh, maybe small businesses will pop up to take some of these theaters. Maybe that's what will happen. But the point being is I can't remember the exact number, but when the article, uh, mentioned the number of jobs that will be lost because of this, I thought to myself, wow, I believe it's Disney. Uh, they're going to lose something like 30,000 people. Now, this is not about me caping for big businesses, but this is the thing. When, when people, when people are mad at big business and they, they feel like you're saying something to, to defend big business. Understand a lot of those 30,000 employees that, that Disney's letting go. These are normal people. It's, it's not 30,000 corporate execs. That's not who's being let go. So this is affecting normal people. That should matter. Any one of us should have a heart about that. If it look, I'm going I'm to keep it real. If it was a bunch of corporate execs that have millions and they're taken care of and they don't have anything to worry about. They have investments, stock portfolio, properties, money coming in different ways. 
It'd be like, yes, um, it's messed up. You lost your job, but you are taken care of. A lot of these people, if I had to venture to guess, probably live paycheck to paycheck, if not very close to it. I think that's something that we should all be kind of paying attention to, kind of keeping our eye on. Again, these are these are news items that I understand the average person doesn't have time in their day to pay attention to all of these things. You know, some people barely have enough time to sleep along with going to work. And I understand that I'm I've, I've kind of learned to not be so super critical of people who don't pay attention to the news as much as let's say I do, because not everybody's circumstance and situation is the same. Some people are just in a situation where they have bigger fish to fry. Now, unfortunately, a lot of the things going on in the news, if we don't pay attention to some of these things, this will be the fish to fry, which is why I'm talking about some of these things. But back to the point I was making. So for this virus, we shut down all of these businesses. We shut down the country. Some states still have everything shut down not thinking about all the businesses that'll be lost. Some people will look at that and say, oh, again, all you care about is business. Not all of the businesses closing down are big businesses. As a matter of fact, the majority of businesses being destroyed and decimated is small businesses, normal people, normal people that decided they were going to go out with their hard-earned money and they were going to start a business now has been artificially destroyed. No fault of their own. Their business has been wiped out. Some will never come back. I read, I read stories, you know, through this, uh, uh, through this whole lockdown shutdown, I've read stories of businesses that have been in families for 30, 40 years that are closing down and will never open back up. That's that's a problem. That's a huge problem. I don't I'm not I'm not proclaiming that I have all of the answers. I definitely don't have all of the answers. And I'm not sitting here saying that the virus isn't real because if they even think you're saying that they'll ban your page. So let it be known that I said I am not saying the virus isn't real. It is very real. It is very dangerous, but I do not think it is dangerous to the point that we should keep a whole country's economy locked down and just destroy everything in internally because of a virus that's dangerous. We should take precautions. People who are willing to take greater risk should have the right and the freedom to take that greater risk. In some states, it's like a nanny state right now. I heard something said by Governor Cuomo of New York City um, earlier today where he was pretty much saying, I'm just paraphrasing, pretty much what he was saying is he's going to shut down synagogues and churches if he has to. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure we got a whole amendment in the U.S. Constitution about that. Some of these people are drunk with power and they don't care. I, I honestly believe that's what's going on. I believe there's many, many governors, many mayors who 
are drunk with power. Some of them, I don't even think they realize that they're drunk with power. Some of them is probably done quite possibly maliciously. Some of them, I don't even think they understand what's going on. That's another thing. We, and this is all of us, me included, we all need to pay a lot more attention and elect actual leaders and stop electing these people that have no idea what they're doing. There's always going to be somebody slipped through the cracks. There's always going to be people who we thought were the real deal and turn out to be phony and false. But we, we probably need to get a little more serious in what goes on in these local elections. Because I'm going to tell you what, if nothing else, what, what this whole situation, what everything going on right now has taught me. You know what matters a lot more than a lot of us realize it mattered? That is local elections. Because what I'm seeing more than in anything is not so much the federal government that has been the biggest problem through this lockdown, through this shutdown, through this whole pandemic. I've noticed that the bigger problem has been local governments. You're seeing a lot of mayors and a lot of governors a lot of police chiefs exposing themselves as tyrants that either don't care or don't understand the U.S. Constitution. And in either case, they shouldn't have the jobs that they have. I know different video today, just some random thoughts, random rants, things I think we need to pay attention to. I know I know there are some believers that don't care and there are some believers that think, you know, we are in this world, we're not of it, so none of this stuff should matter to us. And I'm going to I'm going to say something that I've said before and I stand by this. It doesn't matter to you now. It will matter to you when you're at the business end of a guillotine and you realize I could have actually done something, gotten involved to actually prevent this from happening. Now, when I say guillotine, I'm not necessarily saying that explicitly. I'm just saying when we're at the point where things have really gone super south and it's not good and you look at the situation and think, wow, how did we get here? How did we get here? People who should have gotten involved, who should have paid attention, who should have had a voice, stayed quiet and removed. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.